Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, June 20. My name is Kat Ernst and joining me to talk all things greyhound racing for the next 30 minutes as he does each and every Tuesday is Tab's own Jared Daffy. Good morning to you, Daff. Good morning, Kat. How's the uh, beautiful weather up there in Queensland today? Not a cloud in the sky. Looking forward to Thursday and oh, actually the next three weeks. So there's plenty of action going on at Albion Park. A big night there on Thursday night, which we'll talk about in a few seconds. Yeah, absolutely. It really kicked up a notch, I guess, at Albion Park last Thursday night with the state of origin. Unfortunately for me and my fellow Blues supporters, it was a Queensland victory. But three really impressive wins. Palawa King taking out the distance, Magistrate taking out the sprint, and track record holder JSJ too good in the match race. Yeah, two under Queensland. Actually, uh, Palawa King, he nailed uh, the local hope. Blue Horn just near the line, 41.73 ran. Another terrific performance from uh, the young star Palawa King. Then Magistrate landed a big plunge off the red box, $10, the opening price last Tuesday. Uh, 3.70 around about when uh, when the race got underway there. He utilised box one to advantage there to draw the series level. And then it all came down to JSJ Simply Limelight. Simply Limelight um, just stumbled a little bit out of the box. So I don't know whether it would have made a lot of difference, Cap. But JSJ, the track record holder, he's been around Albion Park in 29.35. He stepped to the front and ran 29.50. So Queensland win that series for the second year in a row. And outside of the State of Origin series, the Sky Racing Brisbane Cup preludes got underway. Well, they've been underway for a couple of weeks, but they really kicked up as well. Uh, Panama Pepper was brilliant. Uh, Harris Herbie returned from four months on the sidelines and was sensational. And the run of Kelsey Bale had to be seen to be believed. One of the best runs I've ever seen, and, and that's twice she's done that. Um, for those who have missed it, when she won the Ballarat Cup on, on a heavy track, uh, coming from last on the turn you know, against free-for-all dogs it was an enormous performance there but she was terrific winning last week and and put the time on the clock uh the other one you mentioned there uh harris herbie first up for what nearly four months i think and stepped to the front around 29.67 and uh the other one well kelsey bale actually ran 29.66 coming from well back in the field panama pepper he's a Cluey dog, Panama Pepper. He just knows where to run, and uh, he won his uh, Brisbane Cup prelude in 29.64. So we've seen a few of the stars go around over the last few weeks, and, gee, we've got a few coming up uh, from Victoria and across from WA for this Thursday night as well, the last week of the uh, the preludes. Absolutely, and the feature race this week is the Superstays Invitational, a four-dog race. And we have Palawa King. He comes back off the back of that State of Origin distance win last week, and he's gone up favourite, Daff. He has. Uh, the market uh, changed somewhat because, well, it wasn't there to start with, but Corder was in that field, and uh, unfortunately he's picked up a little injury, so Corder is out. So we're left with the field of four and a reserve. Days of Thunder off the red, six into five, zipping Orlando. Uh, I think you can put the pen through last week's run. It was out of business early. 3.70 into 3.10. Palawa King from the yellow, $2 out to 2.10. And the final of the four is first pick for uh, Robbie Britton. 4.20 out to $5 in the reserve. One of the local sorority for Jetta Cutlack is a $6 chance. So he goes around favourite Palawa King. It's going to be a fascinating race. Speaking of Palawa King, let's listen to him winning the distance last week. Away in the origin distance, Palawa King last sunburst, flew to the early lead over Wendy Rocks. Blue Hornet gets to third, followed by Nengar Rocket, then came Sorority. 
Drifting back in the field were Rapalawa King. Days of Thunder towards the tail. At the judge a lap out and Blue Hornet went through and took the lead. Rest of three lengths in front. Going into second spot was Nengar Rocket. Onto the heels there was Palawa King coming to the outside. Followed by your sorority Wendy Rocks. Days of Thunder still a long way back. Running off the back the leader is Blue Hornet by three. Here comes Palawa King. It's Blue Hornet in front. Palawa King on the outside. Palawa King swept to the lead. Palawa King round one to NSW. Palawa King beat Blue Hornet. Third may have been Sorority Sunburst. Yeah, he was sensational. Palawa King winning the Tab Origin distance on Thursday night. And joining us to have a bit of a chat about this boy heading into the Superstays is co-trainer Marie Smith. Good morning to you, Marie. Good morning, Kat. Good morning, Jess. How are you both? Yeah, very well, thank you, Marie. And you must be absolutely thrilled with the boy, yourself and Jack, of course. You made the long drive up from Forbes last Thursday night to take him to the track and left Jack at home and he was too good, wasn't he? Oh, he certainly was. Gave us a very big thrill. And the owners, Errol and Wendy Hughes, they are just over the moon and, yeah, just so happy that they've got a dog like that. Marie, um, he he's... He's an excitement machine, Palawa King. You've you got a sense of that in John Brash's call. I think everybody loves a stayer that's out the back early and, and storming home, as he did the other night. But the, the footage after the race uh, caught my attention. You were really, really emotional. And, and given how many feature races yourself and Jack have, have trained the winners of, and it all stems back to Errol and Wendy, the owners, as you said, just tell us a little bit of background about what's been going on in their lives over the last 12 to 18 months. Oh, well, they um, they actually bought our old house about 30 years ago and we were in flood area and they've never had a flood since until um, the end of last year and they had two in the space of a week. And they're just so resilient people. They just took it all in their stride and they've just slowly started building again and um, this just means the world. They've never had a dog like this. This is the biggest win they've ever had and um, it just meant a lot to to us because we know how much it meant to them. And it was a bit of fate that this boy even exists, Marie. Of course, Errol bred him out of maximum DOS, but the mating wasn't actually the mating that he had intended. Can you tell us a bit about that story as well? Yeah, he was at Colleton, and um, he had actually hadn't got a breeder's um, licence. They hadn't approved it. And the dog he was going to go to, we couldn't use that because it wasn't in his name. So he made a phone call to us and said, look, you know, can you organise a feral Frenchie store for me and can you also be the breeder? Which we did, and uh, and that's what he's ended up with. So it was meant to be. And Marie, just on feral Frankie, I mean, we all know how good he was and, and predominantly over the sprint distances. Are you surprised that he's got he's got a lot of stays around at the moment, how strong they are? No. Um, Jack always thought that he might, he could have gone further. But, um, yeah, um, Lindsay sort of didn't, didn't want to go there because a lot of uh, distance race dogs aren't good size or in people's eyes they're not good size mm. so uh, so no we never seen the best of him but um, yeah Jack always thought he would be okay. Talking about the feral I know he's had a bit of a health scare the last couple of weeks um, he's a fan favourite of us here at Sky Racing obviously Dave Stanley had a lot to do with him during his career just talk us through what's happened with feral and how he's tracking now. Oh, look, he's, he's going great now. But what had happened was it just was, wasn't quite right. And, um, yeah, Jack was, you know, like getting worried about him. So rang the vet, 8.30 at night. And what had actually happened was his stomach had flipped over. 
um, twisted, not the bowel, the actual stomach, and therefore it cuts off the blood supply to all the other organs. And the vet, our vet test, Bailey, uh, was just absolutely amazing, picked it up straight away, emergency surgery. Yeah, it was just so stressful, but he's come through it. Um, she even took him home to her place for a couple of days for <laughs> intensive care. Um, and, uh, yeah, now he's yeah, jumping around. I'm ready to go. So. That was very fortunate because, unfortunately, down through the years, we've lost a lot of dogs, both good and uh, and on the slower side, through similar types of uh, injuries. Oh, yeah. Well, he wasn't a typical one. He didn't have a big bloated stomach, which is what they normally have. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as she x-rayed him, she could see it. And, uh, yeah, it was all systems go. So we're just absolutely blessed that, um, yeah, she was there and the, the nurse and everybody else that helped was amazing. Back to his boy, Balawa King, going around in the Superstays this week. Drawn box five, Marie, but you'd think he's going to be really suited by that four-dog format? Well, he should. That's four less he can run into, so (laughs) (laughs) Um, should be good. But I'm not going this week. The boss is back in the driver's seat this week, so... um, He'll drift in the market. Yeah, they just love each other, so, yeah, he should go well. He put the time on the clock last week too. I mean, we know how difficult it is to come from last or second last as he did last week. But to run 41.73, he, you'd think he can find a, you know two or three lengths this week and he might even give that record a nudge at the tracks quick. Oh, God, that sounds good. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he'll do, but, yeah, let's hope he goes okay. And now it's not just uh, Palawa King going around for you guys on Thursday night. You've also got Red Hot Frankie in a Brisbane Cup prelude. She's been racing really consistently and was a good second in the Gunnedah Cup recently. Yes, yeah. She's very honest, and but because she's so little, she just has to get out. She hasn't been there, of course, um, but he thought it was worth taking her for a, for a trip anyway. There's not a lot of speed in that race. Um, it, it looks like she should find the front as she begins like she normally does. You know, the, the favourite Amron boy, the Victorian, we know how good he is, but he's drawn rather awkwardly in box five and, and Cracker Jack RT out in box eight is ordinary early. Harris Herbie in the market there uh, after last week, but she might find the front early. Yeah, well, she could because her that's her, her game is to, just to get out and go. So um, let's hope that's what happens. And last one from me, Marie. I noticed that you've also got four in at tomorrow today. Are you making the trek out there or is Jack? And what do we make of their chances out at tomorrow today? No, I'm sitting at tomorrow. Um, very foggy, but um, it has lifted, so hopefully the racing will be fine. Um, I think the best chance is Miss McGraw in race 11. Um, yeah, she's sitting up in box one, so I think um, that might be our go today. She looks the one to beat. It was terrific win in the heat last week. The tab fixed odds has her currently at a dollar fifty, but from what I'd seen of her at Dubbo, um, the, the night she won there, it looks like box one's her go. Yeah, well, she normally comes out good, and the last two starts she's come out terrible. So hopefully she's got that out of the system now, and uh, yeah, away she goes. So that belongs to um, Sandra and Chris Spratt, and they're very excited about her. So I'll bet go today. And you've got you've got another one in the race, Ballaruna, which which didn't have a terrible lot of luck last week after bombing the start. It was quite it was quite impressive in its win as well. The time was obviously a lot slower. Yes, yeah. Well, she's owned by a school teacher from um, Forbes, and he's just a greyhound fanatic. So, yeah, he'll be hoping for a show as well. All right, Marie. Well, we won't see your smiling face at Albion Park <laughs> on Saturday night, uh, Friday, Thursday night. I'll get it right eventually. But uh, we look forward to catching up with Jack there. 
What happens um, in in the coming weeks? Do you think he'll come back again for the Brisbane Cup, uh, the uh, the Queensland Cup? Oh, look, he loves it up there. He lo- it's a big drive. It's a big three days, but he loves it. So I'm sure if he can, he will be there. All right, Marie, all the best today at Tamora. Uh, it sounds like we might be able to back a winner there. Miss McGraw, by the way, race 11, box one. Oh, I should ask you about Royal Nangar. Uh, it's in race nine. It, it ran second to the red there last week. Try catch up, but uh, didn't have a terrible lot of luck in that first 50 or 60 metres. Yeah, he just couldn't get away from the other dogs, but he's very talented as well. He just, um, yeah, needs to just get a bit of clear running. Okay, good luck today. Good luck tomorrow night. Looking forward to catching up with Jack and looking forward to seeing your smiling face, as I said, in the coming weeks in sunny Queensland. Travel safely and good luck today. Thanks, Marie. Uh, Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. There she was, Marie Smith. Uh, They get around cat, don't they? Absolutely. As they say, have dog will travel and he's going to be a great chance this week. Um, But it is a cracking little race, obviously, zipping Orlando uh, in box three, Days of Thunder in box one. She's been really unlucky. I, I guess that's just her racing style, though, isn't it, Dark? On she's... the improve, on the improve, yeah, for sure. Exactly. I think she's had four runs back now, so and obviously the small field suit. So that's uh, Thursday night. We might take a short break, Cat. After that, we're going to catch up with John Grief, the trainer of Running Reds. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, Laurie's Alonso away quickly, beginning well was running Reds out wide. Next was Clara Chance carving across between those runners, Rushford Alley. Next was uh, Super Shanks followed by drifting back, Laurie's Alonso take me out well back. Back with it was running Reds and uh, with it was Wiradjuri Jack into the straight. The leader is running Reds, running Reds kicking clear and running Reds too strong. Beats the flying uh, Preston uh, behind those runners, the flying... Uh, Super Shanks. Now behind those runners was Take Me Out, Wiradjuri, Jack Rush. That was Running Reds winning a semi-final of the Thunderbolt at Grafton on Sunday night. And joining us now is that dog's trainer, John Grief. Good morning to you, John. Morning, Kat. That was a brilliant performance there the other night and it was a little bit uncommon, I guess you could say. Got the run as a second reserve and was too good, proving it was no fluke. You must have been really happy with the performance. Oh, we were were over the moon. Um, We did the hard yards, we drove drove up and trialled him, went up to the heats and we went up to the heats mainly because the reserves come from Grafton so I thought well if he doesn't have any luck in the heat and he's able to get a run luck goes our way we uh, we might get there and we did John how was his trial compared to his race time the other night? He ran pretty good 1992 there yeah, look, the day I went up and trialled, they'd not long harrowed the track and nothing. They had 60-odd trials and um, nothing nothing trialled sensational. Um, my The three I took up and trialled, they were all in the top 10 trials. So I, I was happy with... I, I wasn't happy when I left Grafton, but when I got home and checked the trial times for the day, I, I thought, nah, nah, they were good runs. Now, he qualified for the semi-finals by running third behind Rushford Alley in... Uh, Rush fourth Alley, sorry, in the heats. Uh, what did you make of that performance? And heading into the semi-finals when he did get the run, I suppose it was a massive price that was on offer. But would, were you going into the race thinking you were a big show? I, I did, actually. Um, I All weekend, all I wanted was box eight. Um, I even I took the, um, the eight lead, the pink lead, with me because that's the, the box I wanted. <laughs> And he um, ended up with the four, but um, he's running the he's running the heat. I thought was very good. He's um, he's a good beginner, but he's got a mid race acceleration. And Vencedor, the good dog from um, the gardens, he 
he was coming down on me all all the way around the turn, and he just he couldn't open up. So when you know he was able to open up on on Sunday night, and yeah, he he did it right. We've seen that explosive speed on display in practically every run he's had at Richmond. Uh, John, is there a reason why you sort of stick to Richmond because it's a local track, or that, you know, uh, it's easy pickings for him? Oh, it's just my local track. I'm two minutes from there, so that's where we started. And I was never convinced the dog had run 400. Mm-hmm. Um, his run home times didn't indicate. I, I even I thought, honestly thought Grafton might have been a stretch at 350. But he, on what he did last week. On Sunday night, um, he's in that final right up to his ears, and I got the box I wanted. Yeah, I was just about to say you were saying that you wanted the eight in the semi-final, and that's exactly the box that you got in the grand final. Seventy-five thousand dollars to the winner. Uh, what a what a day to get the box that you want. Yep, <laughs> and I didn't even get to draw the box because I was the last dog called, and that was the last box left. So you were stuck with it. That's bad luck. Uh, I was wrapped. So how, how do you see the race being run? I mean, Vamoose is. Uh, the favourite, but uh, it didn't really come out in the heat. It was rather fortunate to win, but we know what its record over the shorts is. But there's a bit of pace up near the inside, and Speeding Fine uh, began well in its heat as well. So you're outside uh, Speeding Fine in box eight. Yeah, wrap with that, because Speeding Fine will head to the fence, um, and I'll stay in my line. Um, so I'm basically, I'm the one dog in the race that will not get touched. So now, if he gets beat, he gets beat on his own merit. Mm. Well, it's all up to him from here, I suppose. And uh, looking at the vision from after the race there on Sunday night, you were very emotional after winning that semi-final. Just talk us through what was going through your mind and I guess the, the past 12, 18 months to get to the, this stage with him. Um, look, we just I gave up work two years ago, so I've been doing this full-time ever since. So just slowly building up the calibre of dogs. Um, mum, I trained with mum um, at a pro- property in Londonderry, um, and we've pretty much always raced giveaways or very cheap dogs. And you know we've done we've done well with them, but we bred a couple of litters during COVID, and the litters we bred have just just been terrific for us. Um, Aggie's dream was to pick it up, Fernando Bale and a litter of Cosmic Barbies, Senekis, and. Honestly, they they just constantly supply me with uh, with good dogs. So, how many have you got in work, and, and have you got the capacity to expand? Are you looking for more dogs? Nope. <laughs> I, okay. I I don't have the capacity to expand. I, I've got about fourteen in work, and um, that's that's about all all I can can really handle on this property. Now heading into the final, seventy five thousand dollars to the winner. What as a, a young trainer just starting out? This kind of money, it it sounds a little bit cliche. It's we're not talking about a million dollars for a million dollar chase, but seventy five thousand dollars. It can still be life changing, can't it? Yeah, look, um, we live life pretty comfortably, so it's it's not going to change a lot for us. Um, usually, whatever we win with the dogs, we put it back into the dogs. You know, we upgrade our kennels or upgrade our fencing, so. I mean, it, it's, it's nice to do that stuff, but it's also, you know, nice to be able to live week to week and, you know, not have, have the stress of bills coming up and you can't afford them. Yeah, you're right about that. There's plenty of people, and unfortunately, on the other side of the fence, John. Look, uh, it's a terrific performance to get uh, Running Reds in the final on uh, Friday, uh, Sunday night. Saturday Sunday night. night. Saturday night. I'm not having much luck with my eyes this week. 
He's drawn where he wants to be. You've given a pretty good reason why we should uh, perhaps have something on him at the $14. Uh, look, it's, it's been a great story. It's been a terrific ride for you and your family so far. We just wish you all the best on Sunday night. Thanks. I'd also just like to uh, thank Dave Irwin and um, his partner Mandy for putting me up the last three weeks. And um, praise John Corrigan at uh, Grafton. Like every president and committee should take lead from Grafton. The amount of work that man puts in is just unbelievable. They do it very well there, don't they? They do. Okay, uh, so we'll look forward to that race on Sunday night. Hopefully we get to chat with you again soon with uh, with the exploits of running Reds. Fingers crossed. Thanks, John. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, good young trainer. Yeah, and it's great to see these names that I suppose you don't really see every week making these big race finals. It's what exactly. we, it's what we all train dogs to do is to, to make these races and to have a little bit of fun and success. And yeah, you just really like to see people that don't always necessarily get a crack at, you know, the big races. We did touch on that yeah, last man. week and, you know, we know, we know with yourself the way your dogs are going. I see another winner last night, but you know, not, not an overly big kennel. Um, you, you've still got to get up at the same time. You've got to get in the car and drive the same type of mile. So it's just terrific that there's an opportunity in this day and age to win big money. I mean, that's big money, $75,000 for you know, basically a sprint race around the country. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be an absolute belter. Of course, uh, Sue Smith's got the two dogs in it, Johnny Red and Vamoose of drawn boxes one and two. And mm. um, Vamoose, I, I think they wanted the outside. I know speaking to Jade Murray, their handler on uh, on Sunday night, he was really desperate to get box eight. But I don't think you could be too disappointed with box two for those for, for that dog in particular. No, but you know, as I said, he missed the start and and got into trouble early in that race last week. Actually, looking down through the field and, and having a look from the semis last week, I know we're only judging him on one run, but you go back through the form of a lot of these. It's not a terrible lot between you know the fastest and the slowest, so he might be a little play there, running reads from his favourite draw. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've got to stick true to the local dog from my area, though, Vermeers. He's just absolutely head and, head and shoulders above everything else with no disrespect to the other dogs going around the hunter. He's just, I just have seen this dog um, week to week and seen what he can do on the track. And it's it's staggering to me how he hasn't got a couple of track records. I think he's been one one hundredth off a, a few of them. So, yeah, absolutely um, wish them the best of luck to Sue Smith and Johnny Miles. They're great people. Well, Kat, it's time for another break, and when we come back, we're going to have a look at the squizzy, the heats of the squizzy, Atari tomorrow. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing Wilson's pick step nicely with clear room early in the lead. Winlock too much, and Belmont Dutch has back on the inside. Winlock one out as it's outside. They'll follow next in the field. Mighty Scarlet, Johnny Jones, and Brindle Bounty's the tail ender, but down the side. Wilson's pick flying in front. Comes to the corner, six or seven clear. Holding second at the moment is Winlock too much. Belmont Dutch has to the outside, but Wilson's pick all the way. Second Winlock too much, just in front of Belmont Dutch. Johnny Jones and Brindle Bounty were next in. Yeah, that was Wilson's pick winning at the Gardens a couple of runs back. And just speaking about Vermoose as being the best dog in the Hunter Valley over the sprint course, I, I reckon this little bitch isn't too far behind him. And she goes into the heats of the squizzy at Taree this Wednesday. Finals worth $15,000 next week, Duff, before we uh, welcome in her trainer, Martin Bow. Just a quick comment on, on the race itself, um, doing a bit of background and l- speaking to you off air we were just discussing what the squizzy is named after i did a bit mm. of, bit of research it says the story of the squizzy goes back almost 100 years in 1928 tari staged a match race p 
hitting Squizzy and Javelin against one one another, and Squizzy downed him by 15 lengths in a tick over 13 seconds. 19.28, Duff. I'm surprised you weren't trackside. I just missed that. That's pretty funny, Kat. Um, probably named after Squizzy Taylor. That was about his era, who, of course, is one of the, the best-known criminals in Australia's history. Well, I've got no idea what we're talking about now, so let's get back to something that I'm a little bit more familiar with. We'll welcome in Martin Bowe. Good morning to you, Martin. Good morning. You might want to speak to Jeff Collison. He might have been around them days. It's <laughs> oh, just stitch up after stitch up coming here. <laughs> what about your brilliant little girl? She goes into the squizzy heats this week. She's got box one. Um, how, are you, how are you happy with her going into it, first of all? Uh, happy with her, yeah. She's she's good. She's been off for, for about three months. She had a little... More little crack in a hock, uh, so I pulled her out and we. Um, I spoke to John Newell, and I said, "What would we do with her?" He says, "Give her a break, let her heal." So we we've healed it right up, and um, we we're trying to get into the uh, Thunderbolt, and just missed out by about half a length in the heat. And uh, and then the bloke who ran second went and scratched the dog anyway. I went, "Ah, oh, could have been there, could have been there," but uh, no, she's good. She's good. She's ready to go. So I'd rather have box two than box one, but now I know who's in box two. I'm glad I got box one. Martin, just on that run, that one <coughs> run she's had back, she had the red box at Gosford. And yep. looked like she got cluttered up. It came out pretty good, but got cluttered up about 200 metres after the start. No doubt she'll derive a lot of benefit from that run. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's been at, she had box one at Gosford once before, and um, I gave her a break after the um, million dollar Chase Maiden races. She yep. made the final of that. She ran third in that. And I said, oh, I'll give her a little break. So I would have taken a leaf out of um, the horse trainers, the Wallers and them, whereas they, they could do a, get them ready for a carnival and then give them a little bit of a break after that. And um, she come out and she dropped down to the rail and then tried to push up. And when she went to push up, there was a slower dog in front of her and, he would have got a ten in a in in a in a dive, I think. But he, she she went pass over tit once you say. But uh, he, um, anyway, she got up and chased hard, and then the vet checked her after that race, and he said, "There's, there's nothing wrong with her because she chased that hard, you know, after she picked herself up." So we gave her a bit of time off after that as well, and um, and then then got back into her. So, but this crack, she was she was coming to um, back to Wenny. She, I think it was um, Maitland. Uh, uh, Maitland the Wenny heats and she won a heat quite convincingly and um, took her for a I couldn't get down to Wenny for a trial on the Tuesday so I gave her a post to post at the gardens and she um, just pulled up uh, oh, she went whispering time I think she ran 24.40 or something for, for a post to post which is flying that night and um, I put her away in the kennels helped a couple of other trainers got her out and she's hopping around and took her to John the next day and he said oh she got a fine real fine crack there but he said she might be ready to go in six weeks, but the more time you give her off, the better. So we did. And uh, as, as they say, though, it only happens to the fast ones. But I know <laughs> I know that you're very happy with her because my partner, he was up there trialling on Wednesday afternoon and saw her go around. She trialled exceptionally. And now I don't normally give people up when their dogs trial fast, but Tari happened to put the put the times up on Facebook and put a big Martin next to the 22.32 that your girl trials. So I'm not giving away too many secrets there. Bloody water, bloody water. <laughs> yeah, can't get nothing a secret up there. You can trough. I tried once at Maitland, and 
there was three people there, and I drove into the car park at Taree, and they said, "Oh, your dog tried real good at Maitland on the weekend." Uh, so they know these things. Uh, they got eyes everywhere. Uh, well, but, yeah, she went. She went good last. I took her up the Friday before, and she went good. She went best of the day, and then um, she went best of the day again on Wednesday. That was including the races, and that she was she was hooting. One would say. So she got got used to that far turn. That's that's the tricky one over over at Tara. Yeah, it's a tricky track at the best of times. Yeah. That's a that's a fast run. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell the time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she went pretty quick. But there's one there's one that um, I think it's heat three or four. It's, it's won the bullet there a couple of weeks ago. It ran twenty two twenty one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I'm not up against that. So. But I'm up against the thing it ran third to her in the final. So. Well, I'm thrilled that I'm up against it, so I'll um, I'll try and deflect it there for you if I can. Uh, I might be able to knock it out for you. Yeah, that'd be good. Yep, yep. And so, you've got um, Big Boy Wilson in. Oh, the big fella. Race yep. five, box yep. five. Box um, five. Yep. Yeah, it's that, not that a good draw. Oh no, it won't bother him too. He's he's that tall. Uh, he's four inches taller than her, and he's only thirty-two kilo. Hmm. And he can't get down in the boxes. He's too tall. <laughs> uh, he, he just he can't get his head down. I've tried everything to get him down. I've put boards in there to push him up the front. I've put uh, pushed his head down. Nah, but he put teasers in front of him. He's just and he's really long. He's long. He's, there's a couple of tracks that he can actually get down because the boxes are a tiny little bit tall or longer. But some of the older boxes, but uh, the um, no, he can't get down. So he's actually he can't jump out until it's fully open. So whereas other dogs like. The, okay. Uh, Wilson's pick. She comes out under the lids. She's she's like a mum. She just comes out under the lids and goes. But the big fella, he's got to wait till it's fully open before he jumps out. But when he jumps out, he's he goes. Get out of, it's like a freight train. Get out of the way of him. It's been a um. It's been a big couple of months for you, Martin. Of course, this fella won uh, the Robert Smith Maiden at the Gardens in I think it was yeah. February and. Obviously, now one of the leading chances going into a fifteen thousand dollar race. You're only a hobby trainer, just to have this class of dog and to bring them through and a bit of a surprise. I mean, Big Boy Wilson, he was a giveaway, as I understand, to yeah, to be racing yeah. for this kind of prize money. It just really shows how good the sport's going in the state. Yeah, it's going real good. Daddy, um, you know, there's a few things that can change, but Daddy, that's for another day. Um, but yeah, yeah, my little kennel is going good, and um, the good thing about it. Wilson's pick, the whole litter's going good. Like, with her brothers in the uh, Thunderbolt final, um, Rushford Alley, it's drawn box four against the Moose. Um, but, you know, it, it's a local dog up there, so it'll have bloody local advantage. And um, picked the point one down at Wenny Park the other week. And, um, and uh, uh, Blake Moroney, he's got um, Blazing Kahuna. It won the other day at the gardens too, so the whole litter's on fire. Uh, well, Martin, it sounds like you've got a pretty good opportunity to win a couple there tomorrow. Uh, just a reminder to the listeners what you do have in race five, number five, Big Boy Wilson, and of course the star of the kennel, uh, race ten to third heat of the squeezy Wilson's pick off the red. Oh, Big Boy, I'll bet he had something to say about being the star of the kennel. He's a top prize money earner in the kennel at the moment. Is Twenty thousand dollars did help. <laughs> yeah, it makes a difference, yeah, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and, and Wilson's pick got the second letter coming through. They're about oh, they go to the breakers in August. Uh, okay. Um, there's four four of them coming through. So, what do they buy? Um, 
lens pick uh, out of lens pick by Zipping Garth. Well, uh, they should have some pace. Yeah, well, one bloke I've got there, he's showing something already at Reddit, uh, and he's only you know, just over 12 months old. So, oh, well, the whole four of them are. They're all showing. They're all up at Charlie Lambs. But he's getting red up there, and yeah, they're showing something. So, I'm looking forward to the breaking ins there. It'll be good. Okay, Martin, thank you for your time this morning. All the very best tomorrow afternoon. We'll keep an eye on those three heats. Hopefully you can make your way through to next week's final. We might chat to yeah. you very shortly. Fingers crossed. You chat to me after the final. With a bit of luck. Will do. <laughs> thanks, Martin. That confidence. That's too much confidence. Right no, no, thanks no, a lot. no. All right, thanks, Martin. <laughs> thanks a lot. See ya. Bye. Well, Kat, you'd know the times at Tari. That's a good trial. Yeah, absolutely. Flew around. I think the best of the day, well, it wasn't anything close to that. We took a couple up um, ourselves and not giving away any secrets there. Belmont Bullet uh, and um, It's a Caution. They both went around the 2250 mark and uh, Belmont Bullet's made an Easter egg. So, um, you know, that just shows how fast it is. So uh, absolutely flying. And as I said before, if a moose is the best uh, sprinter going around, the short course are going around the area, then yeah, she's probably right up there for second, I would have thought, or if she's not right on the hammer for it. Okay, that's a big wrap. That's tomorrow afternoon. So we've got winners galore today, tomorrow, and tomorrow at Taree. Yeah, hopefully uh, Jack and Marie Smith have steered us into a few there, and hopefully a couple at Taree, and hopefully uh, it all flows into Thursday night, and it might be a big few days for everyone. And you will be at Albion Park on Thursday night? Absolutely, we'll be looking forward to it. Actually, for those who may not be aware, last week um, Kat fought both myself and Liam Mulry off to do the on-track interviews before each race. Slanderous lies. I was ten, forced into the role. Ten of the 11 winners you interviewed before the race. So if you want to find a winner, just tune in to Sky Racing Active or Sky on Thursday night and see Cat interviews before each race. Well, we'll be doing our best and hopefully, yeah, hopefully finding... The, the viewers, a few more winners on Thursday. Let's hope. All right, Cat. Well, I'll see you Thursday night. Good luck uh, tomorrow at Taree and wherever else you're racing this week. That's going Greyhounds for another week. We'll do it all again next Tuesday.